happening. It's Monday. It's October 8th morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Well, Flaky Boy came through. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, 50 to 48. If you weren't listening on Saturday, we had the coverage for you here on KNSTAM 790. 50 to 48. Brad Kavanaugh is an associate justice on the Supreme Court. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. It happened. More on that in just a second, because there's a lot to talk about, man. Second thing. (laughs) Second thing that I think you need to know is that the crazies, as a result of this, are going even more crazy. Where Susan Collins and her staff are being threatened with violence, threatened with murder, threatened with rape. You know what's interesting? These uh, these Kavanaugh protesters uh, claim that he was a rapist and he can't have a rapist there. And then they are like, "I hope you get raped." That's what they're saying. That, that that's how much that, that they're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. They are literally hoping people get raped because they disagree with them politically. That's how disgusting this is. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know. Do you remember that Democratic staffer that doxed those Republicans? He was that we thought he was an intern. Twenty-seven-year-old Jackson Costco was going to put out the personal info of. Uh, he did put out the personal info of Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, Orrin Hatch on their Wikipedia pages. Apparently, it's being reported that he was also going to put out the medical information somehow of their kids. Um, now. It's also being reported by the Tennessee Star that this guy was not an unpaid intern. He actually, Washington Post says that he was actually a paid fellow. A fellow. It was confirmed by Costco's lawyer. Apparently, he said his client was a fellow in Sheila Jackson Lee's office. He was being paid by an outside institution. And Sheila Jackson Lee leaned on him for advice. That's who's in her office. That's who she asked for advice. Yeah. Three things I think you need to know. We'll do more on that. So it happened. It happened. Uh, you have Susan Collins, and people are right. You know, people are like rolling out the red carpet for Susan Collins. I even got emails as soon as it happened for people. You know, you might not want to call her Aunt Bethany anymore. No, no. Susan Collins could have just simply said, "I support him." She was grandstanding, and listen, she gave a good speech as to why she should back this guy. But every senator could have done the same damn thing. She didn't have to. She wanted the spotlight. She wanted the drama. Oh, that was fun. It was fun. I'm glad she voted for him. She should have voted for him. There was no reason for her to not vote for him. She's not a hero. So I'm tired of all this hero talk. Yeah, I know. Oh, she. Gary, you're a hero. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Right. I am the anti-hero. Exactly. I'd rather be that way. Uh. Like Deadpool. So, yeah. I mean, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Uh, This is just, this is craziness uh, as to what's going on. She's not a hero. She decided to spend an hour talking about why she was going to confirm him when she could have just said, I support him. She didn't have to do all this stuff. She didn't have to explain it to you and me and everybody and she felt, I mean, are the rest of them going to have to explain it? This was, this was all just a gigantic stage. Did she want, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe part of it, she just wanted to shove it up the other sides behind in a way. And that was a little bit of it. And that was kind of cool about it. But listen, she has already screwed up enough things. 
with her love of Obamacare. So enough is enough. She did a good job on this. Let it go. Jeff Flake, I think that's the last we're going to hear of Jeff Flake, and I'm glad that Jeff Flake voted for for uh, for confirmation. That's great. He still uh, is is not in my good house and never will be, and I'll never be in his good house. So enough is enough. You want to know how ins- how crazy politics is now and how it's so becoming pop culture? Forget about this story. Taylor Swift has never talked politics, and now she's come out against Republican. Candidate for Senate in Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. She's backing them. Don't you love it? They're all about gender and women and she's about female power. And she goes against the woman to back the man. And it's just, it's not even worth talking about. She's just not that smart. The only thing is she has a gazillion followers in social media. Are they really going to listen to her? Or the people that follow her on social media, they're the ones that never even show up to go vote. Which I'm okay with. It's fine with me. Uh, but yeah, you have Taylor Swift doing that stuff. But I'm telling you... It's it's interesting. Let's really quick. There was a UFC fight. You watch, you know, people watch the UFC. It's hard for me to watch. Like I could watch a hockey fight, but then to see these guys just beat the crap out of it, it's just not it's not my thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying these guys shouldn't do it. They choose to go do this as a career, and that's just the way it is, right? So uh you want to know how this has reached the pop culture in more ways than just Taylor Swift. Number 21, there's a UFC fighter named Nick Lentz, and apparently he's a newer fighter, and he beat some guy uh, on on Saturday. And Joe Rogan, if you don't know, remember comedian Joe Rogan, he does a podcast. Joe Rogan has been into UFC fighting for years, and he's like an expert at this stuff. He knows all like the moves and the this and the that. So he does all the color commentary, and he goes in the ring and interviews the guys, and he's talking to Nick Lentz about his win, and listen to what happened. And I, I think this fight really highlighted the improvement and the development of your striking. Yeah. First and foremost, I want to give out a shout out to my homie Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Way to go, Special K. Special K. And on top of that, <laughs> and on top of that, there were some be- some jeers, some cheers, who knows what. <laughs> I, love, I want to give a shout out to my homie Brett Kavanaugh. Special K. Special K. And we, I didn't put the audio in there, but there was another fighter. Derek Lewis. Yeah, Derek, uh, Derek, Derek Lewis. Oh, yeah, we can't play it, though. I'll fix it. Yeah, you can't. He cursed. Yeah. But apparently he was fighting a Russian guy. And uh, we'll, we'll get the audio for you in a little bit. I wasn't going to play, <laughs> but okay, it's fine. He, he said uh, he, he was fighting a Russian guy, and he knocked him out. And afterwards, Rogan's talking to him in the ring, and he said, I got a call from Donald Trump before. He told me to knock this ru- Russian mother bleeper out. <laughs> It's just funny. It's just funny. And he nailed him, too, with a right with a cross. I mean, frightened the guy's whole head shook. It was, man, I mean, talk about some damage to the brain. Holy smokes. Um, But, okay, so we have that. Now, here's here's what you have to take away from this whole thing. It's not that Susan Collins is a hero. Uh, It's nothing like that at all. You can't, there's, there's no talking to crazy in certain aspects. However... The one thing that the Republicans need to realize, and this is the new Republican Party now under Trump, because it actually fights back. It actually fights back. That's what it comes down. It act, they, they fight back. If Jeb Bush were president, I think within 48 hours, no more than 48 hours, he would have said, hey, Brett, it's Jeb, sorry, 
It's a little too hot right now. We're going to have to say thanks, but no thanks to you, and I'm going to have to get somebody else. If it was Marco Rubio, same thing. Ted Cruz would have fought, but I think Ted Cruz eventually would have. I don't know. I don't know, but it, but nobody would have beaten Hillary except for Trump. But bottom line is, Trump actually fights back. He fights back, and he stands up for what he believes, and there's no apology for it. Uh, George Bush backed down on certain things. All the Republicans backed down on certain things. McCain backed down. Romney backed down. Trump doesn't back down. If this should be the one thing that the Republicans should take is that, you know what? It is totally okay. Totally okay to stand up for what you believe and fight back because you can actually win. And you don't have to be friends with the mainstream media at all. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't have to do that. And it's, it's okay. And even if they're mad at you, it's all right. You don't owe anything to them. What you owe is to the American people. That's what it comes down to. Nothing else. Matter of fact, I want to play. You know what? Let's play what Trump said to the crowd. He was out. Where was he? Number eight. Where was he again? God, he's everywhere. It was uh, Saturday. Arkansas? Yeah, was that what it was? Yes. Was it, was it, was it Tennessee? Maybe it was Tennessee. One of those. One. No, no, no. It was Kansas. I'm sorry. He was out there for Chris Kobach. Oh, our Kansas. Yeah, there you go. He was out there in Kansas. For a congressman and for uh, Chris Kobach, who's running for governor. Chris Kobach's a great guy. He's been on the show. He's a good dude. Been years, but he's very, very, very <clears throat> against illegal immigration. So anyway, this is what Trump told the crowd on, uh, on Saturday. It was our time afternoon. Here we go. Listen to this. And I want to thank our incredible Republican senators for refusing to back down in the face of the Democrats' shameless campaign of political destruction boom and you hear that crowd go nuts it is okay to fight it's encouraged fight back for what you believe in stand up for yourself well i guess they don't like me right now so what i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to stop no no you're not shut your mouth get over it you're okay you're all right so enjoy all right, so there we have it. By the way, you can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, baby, we have so much more to get to. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. All right, 628. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. It's cold outside, 54 degrees. It's muggy, though, 77% humidity. But it's going to be a, a chilly day, 74 for a high. Uh, slight chance of showers throughout the day. We have a chance of showers on Thursday and Friday as well. But that's later on in the week. 78 and sunny tomorrow, but 74 and some showers today. But enjoy it. Maybe it won't be a million degrees on Halloween. We'll have to see. Um, I want okay. Ryan got it really quick. Derek Lewis is uh, an American UFC fighter that was fighting a Russian guy, and he knocked the Russian guy out. And after the after the knockout, Joe Rogan hops in the octagon and asks him about it. Uh, listen, here we go. No one will question your heart, sir. After this, this is a come from behind knockout. The likes that we haven't seen in a long time. Whoa! And you were looking for that big haymaker.
Anchor all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian out because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin. And Putin. They're talking about USA and his whole. Listen, Derek. He can't stop laughing. Donald Trump called me before the fight. <laughs> it's pop culture now. Politics. This is what's really freaking out the swamp is that more people are paying attention than ever before because Trump's just entertaining and he's proving how full of it all these politicians are. There are people forever that would say, ah, what's the point? My best friend, what's the point? All these guys are corrupt. Nothing matters. What's going on? Well, now all of a sudden Trump is exposing them. And by the way, CNN had a, an article I was shocked over the weekend about the Trump winning streak. I'm like, is this CNN? What? You think about it. You have great unemployment numbers down to 3.7%. You have a trade deal happen with Canada. You already got the Mexico one wrapped up. You already have the South Korean trade deal. You have Kavanaugh getting confirmed. I mean, things, things are going all right. I keep telling you things are going all right. Things are going all right. By the way, Trump also said that Alaska is never going to forgive Lisa Murkowski for opposing Brett Kavanaugh. She's in office till 2022. Trump said, I think she will never recover from this. I think the people from Alaska will never forgive her for what she said. He said that to the Washington Post, an interview with the Washington Post published uh, over the weekend. Good for him. Uh, we have much more coming up, including uh, the news. The media is already putting it out there. Well, Democrats lead in the uh, House races, and they do this. They do that. They're trying to change the narrative, trying to intimidate people again. Even though you won this Kavanaugh thing, don't even think about going to vote. It's not even worth it. It's already lost. Just stop. Stay home. You got this win. Enjoy it. Things are going to change, suckers. That's what they want people to believe. And on top of that, you got to hear this. All right. Nancy Pelosi, I got sent this by a listener named Dan. And this is epic. June 22nd, 2017, Nancy Pelosi basically forecast what they were going to do, the Democrats were going to do to anyone that got in their way, whether it's a Supreme Court justice, another politician, a smear campaign. She said this, June 22nd, 2017. You have to hear it to believe it. It's exactly what happened. The media should be all over this. We're going to try to get it out there. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Right now on KNST. It's Station. Yes. What's up? 640. Now, there are uh, lots of things I think you need to know, but I guess we have to boil them down to three. Is that true? Is that right? Garrett Lewis with you, by the way. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Number one, if you missed it, Brett Kavanaugh... He's in, baby. 50 to 48. And he already got sworn in that afternoon, by the way, Saturday afternoon. We had the coverage here on KNST AM 790. And the media is losing their mind, by the way. They're already with the media and the Dems colluding, saying, is there an asterisk next to him? Is the court tainted? Excuse me? Yep, that's what they're going to say. But don't worry. It's going to go away in a couple of weeks anyway. Enough is enough. So there you go. Uh, Second thing. That I think you need to know is that this has produced threats. Threats. Susan Collins 
is being threatened, her staff being threatened with violence, with rape. People are actually, the people that hated Kavanaugh claiming he was a rapist were then saying, we hope you get raped. Wait, what? What? And the Dems, by the way, thinking about it, they, if they win the House, we're going to impeach Brett Kavanaugh. They just don't, you want to talk about people that don't know how to lose. Third thing that I think you need to know that Democratic staffer that we thought was an intern that got all that personal info, he doxed the Republicans, three Republican senators, put the uh, personal information, home addresses, phone numbers on the Internet, on Wikipedia. Um, it turns out he was not an intern. His lawyer confirmed that he was actually a fellow that consulted Sheila Jackson Lee on issues. And he was paid by an outside institution. We don't know who it is, though. I mean, this is bad. This is bad. This is the deep state. More of it. Three things I think you need to know. Now, what happened to Brett Kavanaugh? He got smeared, right? We talked about it forever. He smeared an innocent man. Dude, this was out in the open. I'm putting this on my page at knst.com, and I'll stick it on my Facebook page. You can comment on it and everything. Nancy Pelosi. And this is what's crazy. This She, had a, she has her weekly press conference where she says crazy things, but this wasn't so crazy. She literally admitted the game plan. June 22nd, 2017. So about a, almost a year and a half ago, she's talking to the media. This is not made up. She actually said this. She admitted this was going to be the plan for, I guess, anything that got in the Democrats' way. Listen to what she told the media at her press conference. We call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it. And they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear. And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. Dude, this is like the whole, I mean, do you hear this? This is like the circular reporting. They spread something. Media picks up on it, and then they say, look, the media's reporting on it. It must be true. Same thing happened with the dossier. They spread some BS to the media, the FBI this time, of course, working, colluding. That's the true collusion with the Dems. Right? And they said, hey, uh, guess what? Do this story. Trump's uh, in bed with Russia, blah, blah, blah. Here's the uh, evidence that we have, which, of course, they made up. And then Michael Isakoff of Yahoo News writes about it, and the Dems and the FBI, working in cahoots, the FBI goes to the FISA court and say, hey, look, not only do we have this information, media's reporting on it to confirm it. Play that one more time. Like, this is really sick. Like, they have, this is our plan. This is the Democratic Party plan. Why would you want to be a Democrat? Why, do you think this makes you proud? Listen, to she, she admits this is what she's going to do to people, and they did it. They just did it to Brett Kavanaugh. Here we go. We call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. Holy smokes. We're going to play this every hour. And I just put it on my page at knst.com. And I'll stick it on my Facebook page. Please like it and follow it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio.
I'll tweet it out too, at Garrett Lewis. I'll tweet it out. This is sickening. Can you yelp it as well? I don't even know what that, you know. <laughs> I'm anti-yelp. Oh, man. Uh, so it, it's out there. I mean, how can you, how can you say this was, uh, this was uh, just something that was honest, right? I mean, you literally can't. But the stupidity continues. Maisie Hirono. Oh, boy. Maisie, Maisie Hirono, the Democratic senator from Hawaii, who told men, just shut up, just shut up. Lovely woman. Maisie Hirono, uh, number 14, doesn't really understand the whole word like corroboration, right? Corroboration. She's on one of the Sunday shows. I think it was ABC or C, one of them. Anyway, this is what Maisie Hirono said about the uh, the corroboration. She's very mad. Here we go. Uh, there was no corroboration on Brett Kavanaugh's bald assertion that he didn't do it. Because the people that the FBI interviewed, which was uh, just a small number mm-hmm. of the dozens that they should have interviewed, hmm. they all said that uh, they have no recollection. That is hardly what I would call exoneration. But on her side, hmm. there was corroboration because she had talked about this assault to her husband, to others, before Brett Kavanaugh was ever nominated to the Supreme Court. She took a lie detector test. Corroboration was there. Excuse me? So she talked about it to people years ago. So she says, the actual people that she named as being at the party that could actually corroborate her. See, again, Maisie Hirono doesn't understand the definition of corroboration. The people that actually could corroborate her story all said it never happened. Brett Kavanaugh, she said, nobody could corroborate that he didn't do this. How do you, wait, wait, what? He said I wasn't there. I didn't do this. That's guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. Makes no sense, and yet, yet she, she said that. I mean, it. I, I'm almost at a loss for words because what she says literally may be like the dumbest stuff. That's like Billy Madison's answer at the end of the movie. <laughs> this, I mean, this woman is really I mean, for for going to Georgetown Law School, which she says she went to. What the heck? One, one more, not from her, not from, not from Maisie. Lisa Banks is one of the attorneys for. Christine Ford, number 17. And she was talking to MSNBC. And they actually claim that there are corroborating witnesses that the FBI chose to not talk to. Just listen to this. Here we go. We keep hearing that there are no corroborating witnesses. But in fact, there are corroborating witnesses who haven't been interviewed or talked to. And those witnesses can say several years ago, well before Judge Kavanaugh was ever considered for the Supreme Court, she told me that he sexually assaulted her. And this is years ago. Uh, those people were not interviewed by the FBI. Those people were not called before the committee. What? So those are the kinds of witnesses, that's the kind of evidence that isn't before the senators. Isn't that hearsay? I told this person when our kids were at the playground this happened to me. Okay, but the people that you said actually were at the party claim they were never at a party. This party never happened, so this incident could never have happened either. Well, no. I, again, I just, I don't understand, but I guess, how could I understand? Is this some sort of Manchurian thing? No, it's just a lie. And they keep perpetrating. They're trying to make it so, (laughs) they're trying to make it so confusing for people that, that they just will go, they'll throw up their hands or be like, well, it just sounds bad. So the guy must be bad. That's all this is.
Nothing else. 6.50 now on KNST AM 790. We have so many more. Wait till you hear we'll get into the next hour. The protesters banging on the Supreme... As as Brett Kavanaugh is being sworn in on Saturday afternoon, they are banging on the doors of the Supreme Court, which are really thick, really locked. Yeah, I mean, it had to hurt. And they're chanting. You got to hear these people. They're, they've lost it. Now, I, and I told my wife this, by the way. What we're going to have to deal with now is probably some chaos. So, but, you know, as we lead up to the midterms, we're going to have to deal with some chaos, uh, some anarchy from these crazy people. They might even commit some violence, which is, which is awful, right? It's terrible. But battle through it, because the Democrats really screwed this one up. I mean, their whole point was to try to just destroy this guy so nobody in the public opinion would say, yeah, back him. And they didn't count on Trump actually having the cojones to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see this thing through. You guys are full of it, and in the past, Republicans have folded. I ain't folding. And they didn't do that. And in turn, the Democrats not only didn't stop Brett Kavanaugh from being confirmed, they then alienated a ton of people that were either on the fence about Trump or Republicans and even even converted a lot of Dems because they don't want to be part of this crazy crowd that is slamming the door of the Supreme Court, that is out there chanting the paid protesters, and there are paid pro- there were paid protesters, even the media admits this. We have so many summits. you got to hear this to believe it. Uh, we'll get to all of that stuff, okay? All of that stuff. Don't go anywhere. What one one quick college one for you that I've had in the in the show prep for a while. Uh, one major university decides to change the way suspects can be described. Hint: no race. How do you know who you're looking for? Wait till you hear why. It's coming up. KNST AM seven ninety two sons. Most stimulating talk. I know there isn't beer. Hey, what's up? 706, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Bless you! You do it to me. Yeah, there you go. Get it all out. Hey, close my coffee cup. Uh, yes, uh, three things. <laughs> I'm spreading. <laughs> you are. You're man-spreading. Yes, you are. Uh, three things that I think you need to know. Number one. Um, number, I'm just reading all these stories that are, that are coming out, that have been coming out. There's all this, all this stuff going on. Anyway, first thing that I think you need to know is that, uh, Kavanaugh's in, as you know, if you didn't know, 50 to 48, he was sworn in on Saturday afternoon after the big vote, but there's going to be an official ceremony, uh, this afternoon, uh, our time with President Trump. So that's going to be something to watch. That's going to be a good time. Second thing that I think you need to know, in reaction to this, Democrats are saying if we win the House, we will impeach Kavanaugh. Seriously? Seriously? Republican senators have received death threats on their personal cell phones after the vote. Uh, Republican Senator Cory Gardner's wife had a video sent to her of someone being beheaded after the vote. 
Susan Collins and her staff were being threatened with violence, threatened with rape. They said, we hope you get raped. This is the other side. This is exactly who they are. Exactly who they are. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know is that the, the guy that worked in Sheila Jackson Lee's office, we thought was an intern, the guy that doxed the information, got all the information about well, the, the home address, the phone numbers of Lindsey Graham, Orrin Hatch, Mike Lee, put it on Wikipedia. This guy's name is Jackson Costco. He's not an unpaid intern in Sheila Jackson Lee's office. He's actually paid by an outside liberal group, and he is a fellow, and she actually relied on him for advice. Yep, and apparently he was going to try to get the medical information of the, kid, of the kids of these senators, the ones that have kids, and put it out there on the internet as well. Are you kidding me? Three things I think you need to know. Now, this was a heck of a time. Heck of a time on Saturday. I'm glad the Republicans got it done. They got it done very quickly. They got in. They got out. He was confirmed. Bada boom, bada bing. It's Columbus Day. Some people refer to it as Indigenous Peoples Day, but I refer to those people as stupid. So it's Columbus Day today. So it's a a federal holiday. And that's why Why am I here. Who are you? I thought I got the day off. Yeah, well, we all thought we did, but then he only to work for the government. That's it, just the government. Mm. If you remember here in Tucson, they changed it to Indigenous Peoples Day or something like that. Or they took it away or they added another one because they have Cesar Chavez Day. I Whatever, whatever Regina Romero, the radical she is, whatever they wanted. Who cares about the history of this country? It's all racist and bad in their minds. Um, so anyway, uh, so it's like a day off. So tomorrow will be the first day that Kavanaugh... Uh, is going to be sitting on the Supreme Court. Pretty friggin' sweet. And again, listen, there are going to be times where he does things that we disagree with and and agree with, but it is what it is, okay? It is what it is. Uh, He got it through. He got it done. The crazies were out there. The biggest, and I, I can't say this enough, the biggest thing that Republicans can take from this is the fact that, man, oh, man, oh, man, Trump didn't back down, and look, he won. He won. This is awesome. Love it. Love every second of it. Why shouldn't we do this in the future? If they stop going full wuss, imagine what can happen, right? Imagine what can happen. Now, the people were literally freaked out on Saturday. It was hilarious. And I saw all kinds of stories. We have audio for you. Uh, Mike Pence, apparently, Mike Pence, he's the president of the Senate as the vice president of the United States. So he was presiding over the vote on Saturday. And you heard the coverage here on KNST AM 790. And apparently his security after the vote happened, his security detail wanted him to go through a a secret exit uh, because there were protesters outside and everything. But he stopped. And he said, no, no, he said, quote, let's do it. He wanted to go out right in front of the protesters and wave at them. Good for him. So he said, let's do it. The doors to the protesters opened. It says here on Fox News, a defiant Pence walked toward his motorcade, waving along the way. No reason to back down or, you know, hide or run from your decision, your beliefs, nothing like that. Nobody, nobody has to agree with you, but you shouldn't run from something because other people disagree with you, even in the face of the crazies. You want to hear what the crazies sounded like? Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's do number 10 first. Here's one of the chants. <clears throat> that these people then they start you'll hear in the next one they start pounding on the the doors of the supreme court but just listen here we go 
Brett Kavanaugh is not my judge. Not my judge. He is now. angry so here's one more and i i had ryan put it in a specific part when they were already chanting and you literally hear them slamming their hands on the thick locked doors to the supreme court genius listen to this here we go Listen, just stick with me. There's a primal scream coming. Can you go back to 15? They're slamming. Did you hear that primal scream? Listen, listen. Right there. Winning. Winning. That's what happens. These people are literally out of their minds. And now the media is going to bombard you and me with all these stories about how it doesn't matter. Republicans are still going to lose the midterms. Again, don't even bother to show up to vote. There's no reason you need to vote. It's going to be fruitless. It's pointless. You know, the, the Democrats aren't the ones that screwed up here. The Republicans are the ones that screwed up. And uh, and it's, it's just over. It's just over. No stories about how many Democrats are embarrassed to be Democrats and don't want to be part of it. Yeah, like here, here's the headline. From a Reuters story, Republicans fear Democratic blue wave spreading to once-safe districts. Why? And by the way, if you ever actually read past the headlines of these stories, the Republican strategists they talk to are generally never Trumpers. Yep. Who are the ones that are making these statements? Who are these people? Uh, who is that person right there? Sneed, go up a little bit. Who is who is the the person Sneed that they're talking? Go up more. Where does it? Okay, Meg Sneed. Here we go. The last time U.S. congressional elections were held in the in this central Virginia district, Meg Sneed voted for the Republican incumbent, Representative Dave Bratt. Her friend Cheryl Lesser did not vote at all. Last week, the two women sat in the second row at a campaign event. In a martial arts studio, listening to the Democrat running against Brad. Abigail Spengberger. They not in agreement with much of what she had to say. But the real reason they were there was basic. Donald Trump. They don't like the president. They were not about to vote for anyone like Brad who supports him. More than the policy, it's the animosity he is fostering within the country, Sneed said of Trump. Maybe you just heard the animosity with these crazy people going nuts. And by the way, that's what you get, though. That's what you get in these stories. And they want you to think that everybody thinks that way. What? No. No way. You want some more? So Trump tweeted out that these are paid protesters. I love it. Just jab them. Jab them, right? And we know they are. We know Soros has has paid some of these people. He's paid the groups that fund these people. We know it. Trump tweeted out, you don't hand matches to an arsonist and you don't give power to an angry left-wing mob. Democrats have become too extreme and too dangerous to govern. Republicans believe in the rule of law, not the rule of mob. Vote Republican. It's a great statement. Great statement. Um, 
He also tweeted out stuff about these people getting paid. The, the very rude elevator screamers are pra- paid professionals only looking to make senators look bad. Don't fall for it. Also, look at all of the professionally made identical signs paid for by Soros and others. These are not signs made in the basement from love. Hashtag troublemakers. I love it. So. Here we go. You got to hear Mika's face and her hubby. I think they got married. Joe, number 18. They were mocking Trump saying these are paid protesters. And did you know if you say these are paid protesters? Did you know that's anti-Semitic? I had I called them. Now I'm Jewish and I said they were paid protesters. I had no reason that I was hating my own people. Listen to this. Here we go. On Friday, President Trump falsely claimed protesters were not motivated by their concerns, but by paychecks from billionaire George Soros instead. Quote, well, that's a very old, tired, anti-Semitic, very, very old anti-Semitic trick that people have have played, usually on the Internet, Mika. Because George Soros is Jewish. So you can't say that. Of course. Nobody wants to bring up the fact that his daughter's Jewish, his son-in-law is Jewish, Ivanka, Jared, their grand, his grandkids are Jewish. He has Jewish people that work for him. I mean, and I'll never forget it. He went to Israel back in the seventies when he was trying to really become a big developer, big builder. My grandmother was the bookkeeper for a guy named Larry Litwin, who Jewish, who developed uh, like half of Manhattan. And Trump would show up every week to try to get business from Larry and learn from Larry. And when all these Jewish developers decided to go to Israel, Trump went with them. But you're right. He hates the Jews. It's what exactly what it is. How stupid it is. You can't say that these are actually paid protesters, blah, blah, blah. Let's go to number 20. Shauna Thomas with Vice News. I, Vice News, I guess that's, is that HBO? They have a series. Vice News definitely leans left. Um, Shauna Thomas actually says on, I believe it's ABC's This Week, uh, no, yesterday, number 20, she admits there are paid protesters. Here we go. Listen. And we also saw people who were organized. And that moment with Jeff Flake on the Hill, we talked to one woman who works for Ultraviolet who was paid. She helped steer people in the right ways to be able to to confront. Senators. So there were paid. There were people who were paid by oh. organizations like Ultraviolet to to try to harness that energy in a way that would make the viral moments that we ended up seeing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it actually happened. So there are paid protesters. Is that lady anti-Semitic, too? Stupid Mika's face and Joe's face and whatever else. You want to hear something else that's even better? MSNBC reporter. This might be my favorite soundbite of the day, even though we have Nancy Pelosi's as well. Number nine, if you don't mind, Ryan. Michael Vicara. Talking with Chris Matthews on Saturday. And he says at the same, this is all at the same time. The protesters impromptu. These people just got together and they decided marching. But at the same time, I actually saw them planning this. So, so which one is it? You can't make this up. Listen, here we go. It's, it's an extraordinary situation, Chris. You and I have been covering the Capitol for a long time, and I have never seen a situation like I saw earlier today uh, when it, it was almost an impromptu march. They had almost. sort of planned it uh, beforehand. I was oh. privy to a little bit of that, watching them plan on here on the east lawn of the Capitol. So it's almost an impromptu march, except for the fact that they planned it, and I watched them plan it, but it's almost an impromptu, and I've never seen this before. It's impromptu, but they planned it. 
Can you contradict yourself any more in 16 seconds? Can you can you please do that? 719-880-KNST-880-5670. I have more of this stuff. What'd you think of Kavanaugh? What'd you think of the entire situation? Jeff Flake coming through. Uh, now his 15 minutes are done. Bye, Jeff. Bye. I don't owe him anything. That dude's getting a pension the rest of his life, healthcare the rest of his life, salary the rest of his life. He's he's good. He'll get a job somewhere. He's really screwed up a lot of things in his years in Congress. I don't feel bad. He did the right thing. I don't realize, you know, why, why do we have to all of a sudden praise people for doing the right thing? So we'll continue. 880-KNST, 880-5678. we got to play the soundbite of the day, which is also, even though you heard all these things, Nancy Pelosi admitting Democrats will literally smear everyone that they think is an enemy. She admitted this to the media. Admitted the whole thing. It's the most outrageous thing I've heard in a long time. We'll get that coming up. Uh, we'll also talk about, again, you think the new attitude of the Republicans, are they going to actually also, a lot of talking points, a lot of questions, are they actually going to follow Trump and fight like he fights? Are they going to get the memo? That you can fight and win. It's okay. We'll continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. 729. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Talk. 30% chance of rain today. Looks uh, looks beautiful outside right now where I am. Maybe it does where you are. Maybe you're somewhere else on listening on the IR radio app. Whatever it may be. I don't see any clouds in the sky where I am. And if you go by liberal logic, it means there are no clouds in the sky for anybody. Global warming. That, Climate that, change. That too. We pick one. That that too. That too. I have, I have to get to a story about it. I, I have so many stories from last week I didn't get a chance to even do. Uh, and one involves that, so we'll 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 get to that. But it's going to be uh, 74 with a slight chance of showers today, 78 and sunny tomorrow. Uh, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. Play the Nancy Pelosi one if you don't mind. One more time, Nancy Pelosi, uh, June 22nd, 2017 is on my page at canst.com, and I'll stick it on my Facebook page. Okay, Nancy Pelosi having her weekly press conference, June 22nd, 2017, admits the Democratic plan, which is to literally destroy. Someone they don't want to see in power. Listen, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. Merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, "See, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this." So they have that validation that the press reported the smear. And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise, merchandise. the press's report mm-hmm. on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. It's a, good, it's a good thing that she never heard of that phrase, loose lips sink ships. Yeah, no kidding, or right? We wouldn't know the whole I, game I mean, plan I, I, I get, you, do. you literally would sit back and say, did she really say that? Or is this like one of those videos where the person's mouth is moving, the lips are moving, but it's somebody else talking? And No. It, yeah, there's something, this is literally Nancy Pelosi saying that. And it's exactly what they did to Brett Kavanaugh. Exactly what they did. So I got to get you some more information. We'll get your calls. 880-KNST, 880-5678. But you heard the the freaks, right? The leftist freaks banging on the Supreme Court doors, chanting, screaming, you name it, right? All this stuff. Lindsey Graham's response is great to uh, to what he wants. All of a sudden, Lindsey Graham's got a set of huevos on him, only if he changes view on illegal immigration. Uh, and maybe he has. We just don't know it yet. I, I don't know. However, we'll hear what Lindsey Graham had to say because he is mad at the other side, which is about damn time, right? 
Enough is enough. That, and then Trump was asked on Air Force One on Saturday, what's your message to all the women that are devastated out there? You got to hear his answer. It is fantastic. And I'll get to the stories about uh, the violent threats directed at the GOP because of this. Beautiful, right? Keeping it civil. That's all coming up right now on KNS. Yeah. Do it. Do it. What's happening with you? 740. Garrett Lewis with you. Now, there are three things I think you need uh, to know. You. Thank, thank you. Number one, Brett Kavanaugh gets in 50 to 48. Murkowski stinks. She changed her vote to present because a Republican couldn't be there. His daughter was getting married. Anyway, 50 to 48, and he was sworn in Saturday by Pence and Anthony Kennedy, but there's going to be a big ceremony uh, later this afternoon with President Trump and Brett Kavanaugh. You know, it would be great if they like just drank some, well, Trump doesn't drink. He's a celebratory beer. <laughs> no? Is it too soon? Second thing I think you need to know, because of Kavanaugh getting in, the Democrats and the media and the leftist protesters are losing their minds. The media is already saying that, well, it's still going to be a blue wave. Still going to happen. Still going to happen. Uh, the leftist protesters are threatening violence, sending beheading videos, uh, all kinds of nasty things, telling Susan Collins and her staff, calling up, sending emails, texts, you name it, saying, or, and tweets saying, we hope you get raped. I mean, just disgusting stuff. Disgusting stuff. And them say they're going to try to impeach some of them. They're going to try to impeach Kavanaugh. Vote us in for the House. Uh, that's another new tactic that's going to lose and lose bigly. What are they? Do they do anything that wins? Third thing, I think you need to know uh, that that crazy guy that was working for Sheila Jackson Lee is what we thought was an unpaid intern. He doxed the information, put all this personal info of a few Republican senators out on the internet. Um, this this guy was not an unpaid intern. Jackson Costco, his lawyer confirmed he was being paid. He was a fellow. He was being paid by an outside liberal group to work for Sheila Jackson Lee, and she leaned on him for advice. And he did this horrific thing. That's the other side. Three things I think you need to know. You definitely need to know those things. So the media can trying to atta- just uh, attack Trump. Like there's no tomorrow, just trying to attack Trump over and over and over again. Uh, it really is. It really is sick. As a matter of fact, I want you to hear, uh, throw me up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. Uh, an AP reporter on Air Force One, Saturday with Trump. If you can't understand the question, she asks, what is your message today to the women across this country who are feeling devastated, feeling like the message that's been sent, and he interrupts her? Because, again, all women, right? Right. Just just listen to this. Listen to Trump. Here we go. How this is a moment for young men across the country. So it was a scary moment. What is your message today to the women across this country who are feeling devastated, feeling like the message that's been sent to you? I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I think actually that women, if you look, if you look at the biggest fans, and I can tell you that the people that spoke to me most is really in the strongest of terms in his favor were women. Women. Women were outraged at what happened to Brett Kavanaugh. Let me tell you something. He's right. Women were outraged. My, my wife was outraged. You can bring me down over there if you don't mind, Ryan. Uh, there were all kinds of women outraged. There was even, I, I had a friend tell me this. I can't, I don't want to get too into details, but a friend of mine said he talked to a female business owner right here in Tucson. 
And of course, the Kavanaugh thing was brought up because apparently everybody and their mother is talking about Brett Kavanaugh. This is, I mean, this is really incredible. I, I understand the, the, you know, the world, the history started the day I was born and it started yesterday, and I get it. But was there, it seems to me, I mean, you had Gorsuch, you had Kagan, and, and the rest, I'm sure, it was a complete circus. I was like 14 or 13 when the whole Clarence Thomas thing was happening. But I mean, it seems like this Kavanaugh thing hit the mainstream and hit more people than ever before, like this news story. Like most people wouldn't care. The people that just don't get it and they're whatever, they should care, but they don't care about the Supreme Court. But it seemed like more people had a clue as to what the heck was going on than ever before. So anyway, a buddy of mine was talking to this female business owner, and she said that she used to be a big Democrat. Voted for Obama twice. But likes Trump. Likes Trump. But she was still on the fence. She likes the business things, but still on the fence. And then this Kavanaugh thing happened. And she saw how the Democrats were acting. She saw this guy getting smeared, and she said, that solidified it for me to not be a Democrat anymore. Wasn't even the protesters. Protesters, after she saw this, she said, I don't want to be part of that group. But she said the fact that these Democrats were pushing these BS stories. And she said, actually, that she was a victim of sexual abuse by a family member when she was six years old. And she said, I can still tell you what time this incident happened, that, that my family member sexually, she was raped by a family member. And she said, I can tell you what time it happened. I can tell you what room it was in, what house, every detail. She said, I think this woman, Christine Ford, is full of it, and I'm so mad. And apparently she goes to a support group with other women who were victims of sexual violence from family members. And she said, every single woman in that group is outraged at what happened to Brett Kavanaugh. And let me tell you, it's not just them. So again, she wasn't even a big, she's not even a big Republican, a big conservative, but she said, I am done with the Democratic Party because of this. And I'm just telling you, she is not the only one. Now, I want you to hear, this is really remarkable, Lindsey Graham. Let's do number 13 first. Lindsey Graham. I mean, he is just like, enough is enough with this crap. Listen to what he said on Fox News Sunday. Here we go. All I can say is that this is going to the streets at the ballot box. Uh, I'm going to, I've never campaigned against a colleague in my life. That's about to change. I'm going to go throughout this country and let people in these, at you know, purple states, uh, red states where Trump won, know what I thought, know what I think about this process. Wow. Would McCain have approved that? Did McCain have... So I, I, look, I, I'm just speculating here, and it's probably nothing. But did McCain have any dirt? Did he have any naked pictures of Lindsey Graham? Did he know any deep, dark secrets of Lindsey Graham? Because McCain dies, and all of a sudden, Lindsey Graham is this unbelievable flamethrower of conservatism. All of a sudden, Lindsey Graham has a set of huevos on him that are getting him into the Trump territory. He doesn't care. And I got a you know, digital Mike used to be with us back in the day as our digital guy. Now he lives in Chicago ducking bullets. And, and he actually sent me a text. The new and improved Lindsey Graham is awesome. I, I don't know what McCain had on this guy. But you want to talk about go, doing a complete 180. Now, I haven't heard what he said at all about illegal immigration. He hasn't said anything about that. But everything else is off the charts good with Lindsey Graham. Matter of fact, let's do one more. He said this earlier in that interview. Uh, Lindsey Graham, number 12, uh, you had Chris Wallace ask him about this whole process and how he felt. Listen to this. 
I'm happy because the effort to humiliate and railroad a man I've known for 20 years who's never been banned from a mall, unlike Roy Moore, failed. I'm happy that those who tried to destroy his life fell short. I'm glad those who tried to overturn the rule of law and replace it with mob rule lost. I've never been more pissed in my life. I voted for Sotomayor and Kagan. I would have never done this to them. This was character assassination. This was wanting power too much. And to the extent that I came to the aid of this good man and helped defeat this debacle, I'm happy as a clam. Wow. So you have that. Good for Lindsey Graham. This is incredible. And what does the other side do? They get crazy. Chad Pergram's the one that broke this story of Fox. Senator Cory Gardner tells Fox his wife received a text with a video attachment showing a gruesome beheading. Someone has also released the names of an, uh, uh, names of and addresses of his family members. This is what they're doing. They are literally crazy. They're losing their minds. As a matter of fact, I think I have time for this. You know what? Actually, we'll do it when we get back. If we don't have time, we'll do it again. We'll do it at, uh, at, uh, right after the 8 o'clock news. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is that nutjob moron socialist. And she was asked, how are you going to get along with these people when you go to Congress? What are you going to do? And her answer is a little weird, but I think it's easy to understand. She wants more of this. She wants more of the freaks and the chaos. You have to hear what she says. I mean, this is this is the future of the Democratic Party right here. Anarchy. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Unbound.org. I, I concur. I do. I concur. 806. Well, because you said it, she'll go along with it. Exactly. That's how it is. I know. When it's not your wife, they don't listen to other people. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. I, I don't. <clears throat> yeah. Stop texting me agreed. Uh, three <laughs> things I think you needed to know. Number one. Kavanaugh's in, 50-48. to 48. He it was sworn in Saturday afternoon, but there's going to be a ceremony with Trump tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, 7 Eastern, uh, 4 o'clock hour time. So the pomp and circumstance will happen. Oh, yes. Second thing I think you need to know, the rails are coming off the other side. The Dems are saying, we'll impeach Kavanaugh if you put us into power. I mean, what a bunch of sore losers. Uh, the leftist nutjob protesters are sending beheading videos to Republican senators' wives, threatening Republican senators like Susan Collins and her staff with violence, saying they hope they get raped. It's insane what they're doing. It's literally insane. Third thing, I think you need to know the the guy that doxed the Republicans. This Jackson Costco worked in Sheila Jackson Lee's office. Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. We were told that he was an unpaid intern. Well, his attorney, his lawyer confirms he was not an unpaid intern. He actually was a fellow that worked. They call it a fellow. That's the position. In Sheila Jackson Lee's office, but he was getting paid by an outside group. I wonder who that is. Who could that possibly be? And on top of that, Sheila Jackson Lee actually 
leaned on him for advice, guidance. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one that put out the personal information. The personal information of three Republican senators, their address, their phone numbers, everything, all on the Internet for people to see. Yep. Uh, Who is paying for him to work there? Crazy. They're all part of it. It's all deep state in that aspect. All deep state. Deep state. These guys in big trouble, by the way, and they should throw the book at this guy. Three things I think you need uh, to know. I have an extra book. Throw it at him hard. Oh, yeah. Get a big one. And it's heavy. Big one. Yep. So that's that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you got to hear the soundbite of the day. We just played this for a, a guy that works here. And he was shocked that Nancy Pelosi even said this. Media didn't even bat an eye. Nancy Pelosi literally admits at her weekly press conference, this is one from June 22nd of 2017, almost a year and a half ago. She's just talking, and she literally admits to the media, she's talking to them, answering questions about how they're they're going to, and this is the Democrats, they're going to smear anybody that gets in their way, destroy the person's life, like a Brett Kavanaugh, like anybody that they don't want in power. Listen to this. We call it the wrap-up smear. Wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press mm. that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. Wow. So we say these bad things. You guys report that I say that. It gets credibility because people see it in the media, and it just keeps going. It's circular. It's a wrap-up smear. Sounds like something you can get at a deli. Okay, the wrap-up smear. But it's serious. And, and the media didn't question her. Like, is that the right thing to do? You're literally going to try to destroy someone? Is that, is that what your goal is? Jeez. Crazy, isn't it? But it, 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 this is what they do. Who wants to be part of this? This is why you listen to this show. You're only going to get this here. Nowhere else. Video of that, by the way, is on my page at KNST.com. And I put it on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. And you will see it for yourself. And I tweeted it out at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. So there's all kinds of ways you can get this. By the way, it is Columbus Day. And Trump triggered people this morning. Trolled them, triggered them, whatever you want, right? He tweeted out, Christopher Columbus's spirit of determination and adventure has provided inspiration to generations of Americans. On hashtag Columbus Day, we honor his remarkable accomplishments as a navigator and celebrate his voyage into the unknown expanse of the Atlantic Ocean. Presidential proclamation on Columbus Day. And the historic achievement of Christopher Columbus. Not Indigenous Peoples Day. Christopher Columbus. So prepare for Trump to be criticized in the media for being a guy that likes someone that kicked Native Americans off their land. A racist guy. Guy brought disease. He stole the land from people. That's what That's what they're going to say about him. Yep. Just get ready for it. It's epic. This is why nobody likes them. One more for you. This is another one. Like I have so many sound bites that are so incredible. They just they expose themselves like there's no tomorrow. So there's uh, on CNN just a little while ago. There's some guy named Harry Enton. Never heard of this guy in my life. And they're asking him about polling. 
Harry Enten. And they bring up the Senate race in Tennessee. You have Republican Congresswoman Marsha Blackburn going against former governor of Tennessee, Democrat Phil Bresden. And it's for Bob Corker's seat. He's retiring. Little Bobby Corker. So, you have a five-point lead for Marsha Blackburn. And they bring this up. And this guy on CNN named Harry Enten admits something that is absolutely incredible. Am I up over there? Let's listen to this. We do have the latest polling, too, yes. from Tennessee. It's very tight. It, it, it is tight. Uh, and this is another thing that's going on here. She's clearly made an endorsement in a race where it is very tight. The latest Fox News poll has Phil Bredesen down by five points. That's one of the less favorable polls, to at least the polls that we would display on CNN. What? We would never display a poll on CNN where Democrats losing. We want to convince everyone that Democrats are winning and the blue wave is coming. I paused it right there just so you could hear that because without missing a beat, it doesn't matter to this guy. This guy just admitted that CNN never shows any polls that are favorable to Republicans. Never shows them. This is the media and the Democrats in cahoots together. They're in coll- This is the collusion. So it, it doesn't phase him that he just said this or the CNN anchors because this is what's expected. So he continues. So this is a race where, you know, if an endorsement were to make a difference, this could be it. But I would say that Phil Bredesen has been falling back on the polls. This right. gives him some positive press, maybe. So on that point, maybe it's positive. But overall, I think this is this is fun, but it's not anything that swift window. They're talking about Taylor Swift. Because Taylor Swift came out on Instagram, right? It was Instagram, I think, where she's got her. 40 million followers, over the heck it is. And she's like, I am appalled at Marsha Blackburn. I never talk politics, but get out and vote and vote for Democrat Phil Bredesen or Bres, where the hell his name is. Vote for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's appalled. Of course, this guy Bredesen actually said that Brett Kavanaugh should be confirmed. Mm-hmm. You think Taylor Swift's audience is going to be swayed by this? They're going to all of a sudden show up and vote. Really? You think that's going to happen? Well, can you vote when you're 10? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> a majority of her followers are like 10 you know, to 14. As long as you vote Democrat, sure, of course you can vote when you're 10. Why, why couldn't you at that point, right? Why couldn't you? So that's that's the CNN, right? That's vote. that's CNN for you right there. Yeah, I know. What's <laughs> a vote? Now. I also want you to hear Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Cortez. She's on with MSNBC, the dork in the glasses. Uh, Chris, Hay- Chris Hayes, that's his name. And Chris Hayes is like, you're going to win. She's like, thanks. And he asked, well, you got to hear what she says. I, I left the question, left all the context in there. Am I up over there? We cool. Just listen to this. Here we go. You're going in there's time where people were talked about how it's broken and it's mm-hmm. so polarized, both of which I think are true. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also coming really as an outsider at a moment where I think people like are watching what happened today and want to storm the gates. And yeah. you're going to actually do that. Mm-hmm. So what that's what's mm-hmm. what's your plan? You're going to storm well, the gates. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with changing our strategy around governance. You know, oh. there's a lot of inside baseball and inside the beltway, as you you know, you, you always hear that term huh? thrown around. But there are very few organizers in Congress, and I do oh. think that organizers operate differently. It's a different kind of strategy, and what it is is really about organizing 
and, and really thinking about that word, organizing, segmenting people, being strategic in their actions, huh. in really bringing together a cohesive strategy of putting pressure on the chamber instead of only focusing on the pressures inside the chamber. That's a really interesting thought. No, it's not. Did you get that, though? Because people are like, oh, she doesn't know what she's saying. What is she going to do? How is she going to get worked with these people? What's going to happen? When she says there's very few organizers, all this stuff, the organizers, what do they organize? They organize the protests, the crazies, the screaming, the ranting, the threats, the violence, chasing people down in restaurants, kicking them out. She wants to bring that inside the halls of Congress. That's the future of the Democratic Party right there. That's what Tom Perez, the head of the Democratic National Committee, said. She's the future. So if you're a Democrat, man, it must suck to be you right now because, I mean, it really stinks. This is what the Democrats have. Someone that wants to bring chaos, violence, insanity, you name it. That's what they want. You can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST. 880-5678. This is the best they can do. I have more, too. we got to get to some... The crazies were out. The anti-Trumpers, the never-Trumpers on MSNBC this morning. We'll get to uh, what one who was on the McCain and Romney teams, what he says about Trump, and he wants, he's a Republican, I'm a conservative, and I want Republicans to vote straight Democrat to stop Trump. That's what he said this morning, but you got to hear why. We'll get into that. Um, But the big story, again, besides Nancy Pelosi saying what she said and showing how corrupt the Democrats are, and that's why, again, it sucks to really be a Democrat. The big lesson is that Trump fought back. Jeb Bush, if he were president, within 48 hours would have called up Brett Kavanaugh and said, hey, Brett, sorry, buddy. I know you're a good guy. I know there's really nothing to this, but there's a lot of heat out there. And I can't take this. We can't do it. Nothing's going to change. They have it out for you, man. Really appreciate it. Sorry this happened to you. I'm going to have to nominate someone else. You know that would happen. Trump stuck this thing through. We Ryan and I would just watch, and we'll get some sound bites. He was talking to the media. He, he loves doing it. He's walking to Marine One. He's going to Florida. And as he's walking to Marine One, the, the reporter starts shouting. So he starts engaging with him. And he is energized. He is excited. He is calling out. I mean, the clarity. He is calling out everybody for exactly what they are. Whether it's Lisa Murkowski, whether it's the Democrats, whether it's the media, what they try to do to Kavanaugh. He is just on a roll. You want to, you know, it takes, he's brand new to politics. Year and a half as president. I don't think I've ever seen him as comfortable and smooth. His answers, I mean, he does things in his own Trumpian way, don't get me wrong. Uh, when he brought out with humor what he said about Christine Ford and the holes in her story, it was brilliant. Some people don't get it, but I said he did it because he forced the media to talk about the holes in her story. Media never reported that she didn't say, or the, I mean, we listened to it and watched it. How many reports did you see where they said, well, there was a problem with her testimony because... She doesn't remember where this incident happened, how she got there, how she left. That's a big deal. But he is he is sharp, man. He is loving every second of this. I'm digging it. So we'll get to highlights of that coming up. And what do you think? You think the Republicans are now going to finally realize we should fight back like Trump? Doesn't matter what the media says. We could fight back and we could win. He just proved it. 820, we'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200.
I want to be on a beach when I hear this song. 827, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 30% chance of rain today. Doesn't look like it where I am right now, though. I tell you what, I tell you what. Uh, however, tomorrow it's going to be even nice. 74, by the way, for a high. 78 and sunny tomorrow. Maybe serene Thursday and Friday. We'll have to see. I retweeted a video uh, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter of this one 71-year-old Trump supporter for, uh, on, on Friday or Saturday uh, at the Supreme Court. And he's holding up. She's a good liar. And, and, and he's got Trump. Like supports Trump, doesn't believe anything that's going on against Kavanaugh, and he's a 71-year-old guy, and then you have a couple of nitwits, probably looks like, you know, maybe 20, maybe 20 years old, a girl in short shorts, some guy dancing around him, and they try to knock the signs out of his hands, because again, you know, if it's the other side, they don't want anybody to see it. You know, we're open, you have to be open, you have to be diverse and everything, unless we don't like what you are saying, then we don't want that. That's That's what they, but you know this already, you know this, that's... It's crazy. Oh, I just these people are just such a bunch of bums, man. I mean, I have no other way to to describe it except they're just they're just a bunch of bums. That's it. It's crazy. So I retweeted that at Garrett Lewis uh, on Twitter. By the way, I got an email. Very interesting, Lindsey Graham, because we played the Lindsey Graham sound bites. And interesting observation since trump has had so much success punching democrats i wonder if Lindsay is setting himself up for a presidential run he's a young guy and six years is not that far off i mean the contrast between post mccain graham and pre mccain graham can't be more stark i agree you never know is he the one republican that realizes man i can get farther and be successful by imitating that because imitation is the most sincere form of flattery so is he saying that? I, I, You know what? If I'm more like that, I have a better chance at being successful. Look at this guy winning. The winning just doesn't stop. Maybe. How's about this? Tell me. Just be yourself. You think that's him because now? If, if, if he's just acting like this because it's, it's working for, uh, for, for the Don, hmm. then it's not who he truly is. This is Donald Trump. When you see him yep. ragging people, going off script, and, and, and making fun of people, yep. that's Don. Mm-hmm. If this isn't truly Lindsey Graham... And he's not gonna he's not gonna succeed. You're you're right. He'll fall short. But of, did, did of he, he you know, maybe he thought, you know, he was basically looked up as to McCain as a mentor. Maybe. And McCain always said, Well, I mean be a statesman. Yeah, be a statesman. You can't do this, you can't do that, you gotta be friendly with the media, you gotta and he saw basically the party turn on McCain. So is he looking at this saying McCain never won? He kissed the media's butt, he had these views. Trump doesn't kiss the media's butt. He keeps winning. Maybe I don't need to be like that. Maybe I need to be like this. Which is it? I don't know. But I'm liking it. I am liking it a lot. Right? 880-KNST, 880-567. We'll get more of your reactions. And uh, we have more sound bites about protesters being paid, not being paid. Plus, oh, we got to get to the, the Max Boot guy, too. And we have so much to get to. Just stay with me. There's a lot to it. Uh, plus, Maisie Hirono, another one from that genius. She was asked about protesters chasing GOP members out of restaurants, homes. You got to hear what she said about that. Oh, it's all it's, it's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Right now on KNST, it's Fox Store. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. 
Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. 839 on this Monday. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you so much for hanging out. What a weekend. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Kavanaugh was sworn in 50 to 48, or he won. You confirmed 50 to 48, sworn in Saturday, right? He also is going to have a ceremony tonight with the Trumpster where he, he's, it's like the official swearing in of swearing in whatever, but he's going to be out there with him. It'll be a party. Maybe he'll have a celebratory beer. We'll have to see. But it's uh, coming out also that uh, Kavanaugh has also just made history. I tweeted this out, and if you saw it, good for you, at Gary Lewis on Twitter. Do you know what Kavanaugh did? It's going to make everybody's heads explode. <laughs> uh, he has hired the, the Supreme Court's first all-women law clerk team. God, the guy hates women. And, oh, no. Well, we have nothing to go on now. Second thing I think you need to know, the left, literally, their heads have been exploding. I mean, they literally have been exploding. The Dems are saying, vote for us in 29 days. We'll impeach Kavanaugh. The leftists decided to get violence and nasty. Senator Cory Gardner, Republican, his wife got a video uh, sent to her phone of a beheading. Republican Senator Susan Collins said she's getting threatened with, uh, with rape. With violence, her, her staffers as well. Man, oh man, oh man. Crazy, isn't it? Third thing. I think you need to know. Get this. Okay, you want to talk about polls? You want polls? Nate Silver says with a generic ballot lead of D plus 7, Democrat plus 7 or so, it's very possible for polls to be about right overall. But for Dems to lose the House because the GOP ekes out wins in lots of toss-up districts. Once you get up to D plus 9 or so, the dam breaks. GOP would need a systematic polling error. Wow. So even D plus 7 because the polls are so crooked and the toss-ups right there. Wow. So it looks like, again, they're already making that. Now they're starting to make some excuses for the, the blue wave. Oh, boy. Three things I think you need to know. All right. Let's go to uh, Eric. He's been hanging on. Eric, welcome to KNST. What's up, Eric? Well, first of all, let me crow three things. Okay. The first is Kavanaugh's uh, confirmation. I'm, like, so happy about that. Can't believe it. Uh, the second is the one you just said about Kavanaugh uh, hiring the first all-female uh, <laughs> team. That just cracks me up to no end, and I yes, love it. It's so um, good. It, it's just like a poke in the eye. It is. But anyway, so, and, and then, point, um, I've been watching these guys for a while now, two years, uh, Graham and McConnell and all these people in the Republican Party have been fighting against Trump at at every turn where they didn't think it would hurt them politically. And suddenly Graham turns around because something he's interested in uh, makes him angry and acts like he should have been acting for the last, you know, however many years of his career. Mm -hmm. And we all applaud him and say, oh, what a great man he is, Susan Collins. Uh, same thing. Uh, she, oh, well, I have to do this, and well, I just, well, great speech. Thanks, Susan. But here's the deal. You should have been acting like this forever. Exactly. You should stop holding up token uh, nominations and bills and things like that. So I don't trust Graham. I think all of these people are still against Trump, but I think they've seen the wind blowing, and they understand that Trump is winning regardless of the efforts to thwart him. So, you might as well so jump now on the they're Trump trying train. to jump on yeah. board yeah. so that they can try to pick points politically for whatever they're trying to do. Anyway, 
Interesting. Respond, story. please. Sorry about that. Oh, that that no 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 that, that's okay. Listen, I totally understand about you having some major distrust. I mean, you know, Lindsay all of a sudden acting like a man uncaged, which is awesome. Yeah, you get it. You have to say, well, where did this come from? You know, did did make that's why I say did McCain have dirt on this guy where he literally couldn't be himself? Or is this he's just like this is what winning is right now, so I have to shift to it? Is it the same thing that Martha McSally is doing where she was against Trump for forever and all of a sudden saw that he was winning and she jumps on the bandwagon? I mean, I guess you know, if they were only honest and would say, I was wrong about before and people can change, we can evolve. This is what I think now. I mean, I, people can change their minds, right? Well, but, yeah, absolutely. But let me ask you something. Uh, you heard when he got angry, and I thought this was very telling. Uh, he said, um, you know, I would never have done that to the Democrats. I voted for Kagan. I voted for blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All the people they wanted to put on the court, he voted for. Yes. So let's remember that not only is was he fighting against Trump for the last two years. Yeah, but no, no, but hang on a second. But no, he no, 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 also no, 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 has no, no. been helping the Democrats get their stuff done. No, Eric, hang on a second. That that's the elections have consequences. You know, this the the Senate is not supposed to say no to a Supreme Court justice because they disagree with their ideology. They're just supposed well, to no 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 hang on. They're just supposed to say yes or no if they're qualified to be on the bench. They might disagree, right. but that's what you get. Elections have consequences. Presidents are supposed to be able to pick whatever Supreme Court justice they want, whomever, whatever the ideology is. And just because you don't like their politics doesn't mean you vote them down. I mean, that's that you vote for a president, they get their justice. That's just the way it works. So he did well, everything you're supposed to. I hear it you. made us mad, but he did everything you're supposed to do. And you know what? He got, listen, Martha McS- and, and th- thank you for the phone call, Eric. I appreciate it. Martha McSilent never got his vocal and as passionate as Lindsay did. So that's another thing. But it is what it is. I understand your skepticism. I totally get it. I totally get it. But, you know, that's why I also brought up that, you know, Lindsay keeps saying these things, which is great, but he, you know, when the when the illegal immigration thing happens, oh, that's what I need to talk about, too. I have that story. Uh, when the illegal immigration thing happens, um, I want to know what exactly he is going to say. Now, we have a lot of sound bites to play, but I want you to hear this. Trump, just minutes ago, on his way to Marine One, then to Air Force One, then go down to Florida. Talk to the media. Stop stalking the media every day. Every day. Throw him up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. And this is what uh, this is what the Trumpster had to say to the media about the Kavanaugh situation. Here we go. I thought the way they behaved was absolutely atrocious. I've never seen anything like it. From the leaks of important documents to uh, the statements they made, to watching a Blumenthal who was a fraudster when it came to Vietnam and what he did was horrible. I thought that the way they conducted themselves, the way they dealt dealt with a high level, brilliant, going to be a great justice of the Supreme Court, the way they really tortured him and his family, I thought it was a disgrace. I thought I thought it was one of the most disgraceful performances I've ever seen. Hang on, and I want to go to the next thing. Hang on. I've been hearing that, that now they're thinking about impeaching a brilliant jurist, a man that did nothing wrong, a man that was caught up in a hoax that was set up by the Democrats, using the Democrats' lawyers, and now they want to impeach him. I've heard this from many people. I think it's an insult to the American public. And I think you're going to see a lot of things happen on November 6th that would not have happened before. The, Am- the American public has seen this charade, has seen this dishonesty by the Democrats. And when you w- mention impeach, 
a justice of the United States Supreme Court who was a top scholar, top student, top intellect, and who did nothing wrong, and there was no corroboration of any kind, and went through seven FBI investigations, had nothing to do with any of this stuff. I mean, you had the last one. Take a look at the last one. The things they said about him, I don't even think he ever heard of the words. It was all made up, it was fabricated, and it's a disgrace. And I think it's going to really show you something come November 6th. I'm telling you, he is just confident, sharp, energized. I think it's good. One more. They were. He was asked about Democrats. He was asked some kind of a question about Democrats, what they're going to do in the midterms. Listen to this. I think a lot of Democrats are going to vote Republican because I have many friends that are Democrats. The main base of the Democrats have shifted so far left that we'll end up being Venezuela. This country would end up being Venezuela. I think a lot of Democrats are going to be voting Republican on November 6th. I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong. 849. Man, oh, man, oh, man. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I still have to get to the uh, the threats, the specific threats, because they're pretty disgusting. But, you know, and I'll ask, and I've always asked it. We'll always take the phone call. Ryan knows we'll always go first with this. If there's any Democrat that wants to call up and say, listen, I don't really agree with you politically. I even don't even like you. Well, I don't care. But... If if this person is like, I, I am a Democrat, but I am embarrassed. Like, I don't even know what to do. I can't vote for Trump, or I can vote for Trump, or I can, or I don't like Trump, whatever it is. But I just can't vote for the Democrats anymore because they're acting like a bunch of maniacs. They tried to destroy this guy's life. And after that, you see the protesters, and I don't want to be part of it. I mean, is there a Democrat that actually is thinking that right now? And I know there are here in Tucson. The question is, do you have the guts to say it publicly? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And it's really disgusting what they are. A writer for The Colbert Show, this is the exact tweet, Ariel Dumas is her name, Dumas, Dumas, D-U-M-A-S, Ariel Dumas. She tweeted out on Saturday, after Kavanaugh was confirmed and sworn in, she tweeted out, whatever happens, I'm just glad we ruined Brett Kavanaugh's life. Stephen Colbert, one of the writers for his Colbert show. Yeah, and then she deleted the tweet. It was too late at that point. And she tried to take it back. I was just a little emotional, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. That was your goal. You know it. 8.50. Right now, we'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Come. Oh, hello. 907. It is Monday. It's October 8th. And it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Brett Kavanaugh already sworn in. He, uh, he was confirmed 50 to 48 on Saturday, but he's going to have an official swearing in ceremony later this afternoon, local time, with President Trump. And he has done something that no one else has done, Brett Kavanaugh. He has hired. The first ever in Supreme Court history, all-female law clerk team. Oh, you know he was dying to do that. You just know that he wanted to stick it 
to all those Dems. You know it. I love it. Watch him be criticized for doing that, by the way. It, you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. You'll just tell me what the person said. Second thing, I think you, you don't know what they were going to say? Well, they came up and admitted something, right? Well, well hang on, hang on a second. Yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know is the Democrats are saying, vote for us, we'll impeach Brett Kavanaugh. Let us win the House, we'll impeach him. I mean, the worst losers ever. Enough. They still want to impeach Trump two years later. And now they're going to impeach Kavanaugh. They want to create just chaos. Chaos. That's why you got to vote McSally. You got to not let chaos get in there. And that you got to, you got to, you know, you got to hold your nose and vote for Leah Marquez Peterson, which pains me to say probably more than anything. You got to do it. And Kirkpatrick's crazy. Third thing, I think you need to know, by the way, they had major threats, rape threats, you name it, aimed at Republican women, Republican senators that are women, wives, Republican senators. Third thing that I think you need to know, oh boy, when it comes to polls, it's looking like there is not going to be a blue wave. And even though the media is trying to convince you, they're trying, they're trying to convince you that there's going to be a blue wave. Trump and the Republicans have pissed off women and everybody and blah, 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 blah. Well, apparently there's a story at uh, the Daily Wire about this that says not so much. Not so much. Nate Cohn of the New York Times. I'm sorry, Nate Silver, New York Times, said the Democrats have a plus seven lead in the generic ballot, but they need plus nine, and that's in the dam breaks. With the toss-ups probably going back to the districts that control them right now, it's not looking good for the Democrats right now. I'm just telling you, uh, at least we at least we still have that kind of polling going on. Three things I think you need to know. Unlike the CNN contributor who said, and I have this video on my page, I got a request for it, so I put it up there at knst.com. Uh, CNN guy, what is it, Harry Enton, like it was nothing, admitted they showed a Fox poll that had Republican Marsha Blackburn leading, Phil Bredesden. Oh, you have it? All right, let's play it. Let's just listen to this. Here we go. We do have the latest polling, too, yes. from Tennessee. It's very tight. It, it, it is tight. Uh, and this is another thing that's going on here. She's clearly made an endorsement in a race where... It is very tight. The latest Fox News poll has Phil Bredesen down by five points. That's one of the less favorable polls, to at least the polls that we would display on CNN. Ah! So- <laughs> at least one of the polls we display. We would never display the polls that actually show Dems losing. We wouldn't do that. And then they just continued like it was nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's it. CNN admits that. That video is on my page, KNST.com. Uh, so I, I, before the break, and we just got up too tight to the, to the break, I said if there's any Democrat, after all the craziness that's going on, I mean, we play play really quick. We have so much stuff to play. Ryan, play really quick. The, I'm playing. I'm playing. I know you are playing. Your fingers must be tired. Number 11, protesters on Saturday after Kavanaugh was confirmed and sworn in, slamming the big, thick, locked doors to the Supreme Court where he was being sworn in. Listen to these people slamming on the doors. Here we go. There you go. That's just a small taste of what happened. So I've wondered after the Democrats literally tried to destroy a person, 
And you know, play Pelosi if you don't mind. We need to play Nancy. It's been it's been an hour. I want to play it every hour. Number seven on my page two at KNSD.com. So you have these people, the protesters, acting like a bunch of maniacs. And then you have Nancy Pelosi admitting at a press conference June 22nd of last year that the Democrats will literally smear and ruin people for political power. Listen to this. We call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press Mm. that this, 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 and this... So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. So we said these random things that Kavanaugh was a rapist and stuff like that, and he drugged women and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we said that. You reported it, and it became, like, you know, actually real. Like, it was true. Even though it's fake news, it was true. So you have protesters acting like, acting like maniacs. KNSD Tucson. Whoa, Pelosi, thank you. Pelosi. <laughs> Sniper Pelosi admitting they're willing to ruin someone's life for political power. So I just sat back and wondered, and we have a lot of Democrats here in Tucson, obviously, in the greater Tucson area. We'll put you right to the front. How can you actually sit back and vote for Democrats again? I would love to hear from you as to why you would. And maybe you're just saying, I just hate Trump so much. Now, Alex called. Yes. And he was going to tell us why he'll never vote Democrat And that, that's again. the thing. Yeah, I want to find out. But you, maybe you want to keep voting Democrat or why you'll never vote Democrat again because of this. I'm just curious. And so what happened? I, uh, I must have typed down the number wrong with my uh, fat my, fingers, my fat pointy fingers. Yes. So Alex calls back. I'm sorry. Well, what did he did? He, what, did he tell you why? No, we were going. I wonder. I, I always wonder if the spidey sense, if they're just lying. No, he called before. And he had mentioned that he's like he called after the uh, the Florida shooting thing. And he was talking about that. You remember uh, all this stuff. I don't. He did. Oh. I remember that. Well, I was about to give you credit about something. Yeah, I now remember I, that. Now yeah, I take that away. Oh. No free lunch for you. 880-KNST, 880-5678. It, you know, again, we'll put you right to the front if you have the guts to do it. I don't know how anybody could actually sit there and fill in the bubble for a D, knowing how insane, how insane they are. I'm just, you know, one more, one more example of insanity. Number 15, Ryan, if you don't mind. I know you're doing 18 things at once. I apologize. But it will be number 15. Maisie Hirono is called out or questioned by, and she's a Democratic senator from Hawaii, the one that wants guys just to shut up. So she is, she's on I, I, CNN or ABC, no, MSNBC, one of these cable networks, whatever, yesterday, asked about the fact that protesters are following Republicans to their homes, to restaurants, is this okay? She never condemns it. Listen to this. What I want to ask you about is, you know, it is one thing to protest at the Supreme Court, to do it at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. That's been done for, for generations yes. and, frankly, since the founding of this yes. country. It's another thing to run senators out of restaurants, go to their homes. Is that going too far? I think that it just means that there are a lot of people who are very, very much uh, um, motivated. That's not the question. What's going on? Because what, what happened with uh, Judge Kavanaugh is from the very beginning, this was not a fair process. Uh, what the Republicans did was to telegraph pause it, after pause it, pause it. Dr. Ford's account. The question was, is it too far for people to chase Republicans out of restaurants, chase them down at their homes? Is it too far? And she goes, well, I think a lot of people are just passionate. That's, that's not the question. What the heck? We don't need any more. She just rambles on and on and on. And it, so that's, that's where the Democrats are. They're okay with this stuff. Crazy, isn't it?
And I have so many fun, awesome sound bites. You know, the protesters were being paid, right? Or at least the organizers. Some protesters paid. People organized them. Those people, were they're professional organizers. Right? They're Obama before he's president. I want you to hear a reporter, though. MSNBC. Number nine. We've got to do number nine one more time. Michael Vicera. He's on with Chris Matthews on MSNBC. And he tries to put the... This is a reporter. And he's right there in, in, in the Supreme Court. And he's trying to make it seem like these are actual real protesters that were just... They just popped up. Just people angry just popped up. But then he contradicts himself. Just listen. Here we go. It's, it's an extraordinary situation, Chris. You and I have been covering the Capitol for a long time, and I have never seen a situation like I saw earlier today hmm. uh, when it, it was almost an impromptu march. They had sort of planned it uh, beforehand. Wait. I was privy to a little bit of that, watching them plan on here on the east lawn of the Capitol. It was almost impromptu, except for the fact that they planned it, because I saw it. But I don't know why I'm calling it almost impromptu. Like, I want you to think. That people weren't getting paid. But, but no, it, it was, I mean, they were almost like not organized and told what to do. No, it's all, almost. It was almost a low-cal meal, except for the fact that it was fried and had a bunch of cheese on it. But it was almost. What the heck? And yes, people were getting paid. One more, Shauna Thomas, Vice News, number 20. Vice News, that's where she is with, and I think this is on MSNBC no, or one of the, I, there's so many shows, so many sound bites we have today. Does it even matter? She's on one of the news networks or cable news networks that's not Fox. Here we go, listen. And we also saw people who were organized. In that moment with Jeff Flake on the Hill, we talked to one woman who works for Ultraviolet who was paid. She helped steer people in the right ways to be able to, to confront senators. So there were paid. There were people who were paid yes. by organizations like Ultraviolet to to try to harness that energy in a way that would make the viral moments that we ended up seeing. Yes. And then one more just to top it off, because it was so much of this stuff. Because they got mad. The media's like, how could Trump say that these protesters are paid, paid by Soros and everything else? So you just heard all the evidence. The guy, the MSNBC guy, tried to make it seem like it was normal, grassroots stuff. And then he admitted it wasn't. And then you have this woman from Vice News, which leans left is on HBO. And she admits, yeah, no, they're getting paid. Yet Mika's face and Joe, number 18, they try to actually say that since Trump said there were actually paid protesters, which we've just heard again, there actually, it was. When you say there's paid protesters, it means you hate Jews. You figure that one out. Listen to this. Here we go. On Friday, President Trump falsely claimed protesters were not motivated by their concerns, but Mm. by paychecks Mm. from billionaire George Soros instead. Quote, well, that's a very old, tired, uh, (laughs) uh, anti-Semitic, very very old uh, (laughs) anti-Semitic trick that people have have quite usually on the Internet, Mika. Yes, that's that's how it is. Trump sits back. And says, how can I really hate my own daughter and son-in-law and grandkids that are Jewish? How can, what can I do? Yes, what, by me moving the embassy in Israel, let me prove again how much I hate the Jews. Oh, yeah, by making Bolton go out, John Bolton, my national security advisor, and say Palestine is not a state, which it really isn't. Yes, that really offended the Jews. Oh, yeah, more, more hate. What a bunch of fools. We have even more. Right? We have even more. We got to get, we'll get your calls and we'll also get to what one MSNBC contributor who is a Washington Post columnist, you know where he's coming from. He's a concern. Yeah, he was on the McCain and the Romney teams.
So you know he hates Trump. He's an immigrant. You got to hear what this guy says. This is, I mean, one for the record books. It's a coming up. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. You have nothing better to do. 927. This is free entertainment for you. Sorry, someone's in the studio. That will remain uh, unnamed. It's not management because management doesn't know where the studios are. Notice I'm not laughing. They're not listening. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Oh, come on. You're laughing on the inside. It's true, though. That's the problem. Garrett Lewis with you. That's what she said. There you go. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating (laughs) talk. 74, 30% chance of rain today. 74 for the high. Um, And it's it's awesome. 78 and sunny tomorrow. The sweet spot. We're here. By the way, you know, Al, the Rangers fan, sends me an email. Hey, man. Tavares with the hat trick. Thank you. Got to rub it in. John Tavares, public enemy number one to me. Leave me alone. You know, leave me alone. Rangers fan. Got to bust chops like that. I would also take the same shot at you, though, so that's okay. Uh, So I have the videos on my page, knst.com. Pelosi, admitting Democrats will literally, as you just heard, smear someone for political power, ruin their life. Uh, you have the uh, CNN guy admitting that they don't generally show polls that aren't favorable to Democrats on CNN. Holy, I mean, it just gets better. Maisie Hirono doesn't understand what the, conf- the word confirmation means. She actually said, uh, I'm sorry, corroboration, corroboration. She said there's no corroboration that Brett Kavanaugh didn't do it. But there's all kinds of corroboration that Christine Ford was a victim, which I, I don't understand. I don't, again, I don't think she quite understands the actual word herself of what corroboration really is. So uh, Republicans are getting death threats. Death threats. This is this is insanity. These people are nuts. These these crazies. I'm telling you, the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to have some craziness in the street leading up to the midterm elections. Maybe some craziness afterwards after there's no blue wave and Republicans actually expand their power. And we got to put up with this. But the Democrats really screwed this up. I mean, they sat back and said, you know, we can we can really we can really do some some damage here to the Republicans. Let's make this Kavanaugh guy out to be the devil. It always works, right? Let's just say he sexually assaulted women. How could he deny that? We'll get them. It's okay. We'll get them. And it totally backfires on him. And then these protesters, they are like a whole, they're like a group of wild dogs that are out of control. The Democrats love the protesters, but now the protesters are kind of like, you guys didn't go far enough. You guys failed us. And now these Democrat protesters, these lib wacko far left protesters, are going to be out there making people not want to vote Democrat and leave the Democratic Party. So the Democrats, Feinstein and Schumer, they really, really screwed up. Fox News has reported Peter Ducey there says a Republican senator says senators have had death threats texted to their personal phones, calls it unusual. Also says some senators who flew home after Kavanaugh vote. We're accompanied by police for protection. I'm telling you, it pains me to say it to a point, but that's why you got to vote for the R's. You got to vote for Leah Marquez Peterson, who is a never Trumper herself, but she will not vote for the chaos. At least I don't think she will. 
Same thing. Kirsten Cinema will continue. She will get right in line. If she wins, right in line, try to stop Trump. You got to just hold the nose and vote for Martha. That's all you got to do. Or circle in the bubble. That's all you got to do. Fill it in. Um, apparently, besides, besides these threats, the threats that Susan Collins has received. Now, remember. The wackos said that Brett Kavanaugh was a rapist. Again, no actual evidence of this, but Brett Kavanaugh is a racist, which is why he's a horrible person, shouldn't be on the court, things like that. Susan Collins, who, again, by the way, no hero, by the way. She, she could have just said, I vote for him. She wanted a grandstand and get attention and all this stuff. Great, what, whatever. Just yes or no. That's, you know, it's good. Don't get me wrong. She kind of sh- stuck it to the Democrats, but just yes or no. But anyway, she did not deserve these kinds of threats. Breitbart News talked to the main Republican chairwoman, Debbie Kuznaunis, or Kuznaunis. She said that Senator Collins and her staff had been physically threatened, sent vulgar messages, bizarre things sent to them in the mail, said the vulgarity is unbelievable. Things like, I hope you're raped. Uh, yeah, I hope you're raped. Now, again, they're against the rapist, but now they're cool with a rapist as long as the rapist rapes them. You want to be on that team? I hope that you're stuck with an unborn baby from a rapist. That was another message. So, yeah, who says these things? These out-of-control leftists that even the Democrats can't control. And you know Chuck Schumer and Die Fire are like, man, <laughs> we, we, got, we can't get these people to back off. And they're going to make more people not want to vote for us. Uh-oh. Activists sent Susan Collins 3,000 coat hangers accusing her of sentencing women back to back-alley abortions because she voted for Kavanaugh. Right? I mean, it's just insane. This is what the other side is. And you know we have a local version of that. You do realize that, right? That would be Pima County Supervisor Dick Elias. We only have 27 minutes left in the show. It takes too much, too long, too long, too many syllables to call him Richard. So he's Dick. And then you have Sharon the Driver Bronson, another supervisor. And then you have Ramon Valadez. They are the same kind of crazy. I'm just letting you know. But you already did know that. You already did know that. So I just don't get how anybody could actually support these people. I, I, it makes no sense to me. But that's why I don't vote for them. They're crazy town, man. They're crazy town. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift. I don't care about Taylor Swift. You know what's good, though? If Taylor Swift is like the lead story of the country, that means things are pretty freaking good, right? Things are pretty good. It's as simple as that. All right, uh, more coming up, 933 on KNST AM 790. I have a couple more sound bites to get to you, including one guy that is a alleged Republican. He's an ever-Trumper, writes for the Washington Post on Mika's face this morning. You got to hear what he said about Trump. And apparently Trump hates people like him. This is incredible. It's coming up right now. It's Fox. Nation. Yes, yes. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need uh, to know. Number one. Number one. You have Kavanaugh confirmed 50 to 48. Sworn in right away that Saturday. And then this afternoon he's going to have an official swearing in ceremony with the Trumpster. Which is always going to be fun. You know that, right? It's Of course it's going to be fun. Uh, on top of that, Kavanaugh made history 
all of his clerks, first time ever in the Supreme history of the Supreme Court, a justice has an all-woman clerk team. Oh, baby. You know that drives them nuts. You know it does. So good. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Democrats are losing it. They said, vote for us to take over the House. We'll impeach Kavanaugh. We'll impeach Trump. We'll impeach everybody. Why should we even have elections, right? Elect- What's the point? And the protesters are out of control, smashing on the Supreme Court doors, uh, attacking people, paid protesters, just insane as to what's going on, sending uh, threats to Republican women, wives of Republican senators, all kinds of stuff. Third thing that I think you need to know is that the polling is showing right now, despite the media, there were some stories from Reuters they put out there, oh, it's going to be a blue wave, not looking good, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you got to love the honesty. There's a story in the Daily Wire. Pollsters are saying it's not looking good for the Democrats. According to the generic polls, they have a plus seven lead, but that over history over time says not good enough. Not good enough because toss-ups generally go back to the incumbents. Those are the Republicans. They need a nine-and-a-half-point lead in the generic, and it doesn't look like they're going to get there. Uh-oh, three things I think you need uh, to know. So, I can't believe what you were just looking at. I didn't know. Ugh, I didn't gross. Know. Gross! Uh, you know, there there was a, a tweet from Politico. Press your teeth. Thank say. you. We'll get to the sound in just a second. There was a tweet from Politico, politico.com. It took place yesterday morning. Politico, to a story. The story is Democrats fear they're the wet rag. Kavanaugh's victory leaves many on the left saying it's time to get mad and even. Excuse me? But here's Politico teasing it. After failing to stop Kavanaugh's confirmation, Democrats wonder if it's time to be more ruthless. More ruthless. Because trying to ruin it, and actually ruining a guy's reputation, his life, his family, that's not ruthless enough? So that was the tease to click on it, the clickbait. And I clicked on it. And like I said, Democrats fear they're the wet rag party. And it says here, Jen Palmieri, who was a top aide to Bill, she was the big shot in Hillary's campaign. She said, quote, they are more ruthless, meaning Republicans. And I don't want to be like them. The answer can't be for Democrats to be just as cynical. Excuse me. When did the Republicans smear somebody by calling somebody gang rapist? When? Give me a break. So, we have that. Oh, but there's more, though. They talked to Rahm Emanuel, who's not going to run for mayor of Chicago again. He said, it's not about being meaner and more vicious than the other side. It's about being tougher and ruthless, about achieving your real mission. Excuse me? This is what they're doing. Yeah. Paul Begala, ruthlessness on the Republican side is rooted in the certain knowledge that they are in the minority. Really? I don't think so. They have to maximize every opportunity. How are the Republicans ruthless, by the way, in this whole situation? I, I don't get it. Lindsey Graham yeah. not going to take it anymore. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Saying the truth. And then... Darn it! That's enough. Who smeared a guy? Who leaked Ford's letter? All this stuff. It's all Democrats. Maybe Grassley getting all yeah, mouthy yeah. out there. Because he's like, again, I have to explain it to you one more time. One more time. So let's play, uh, let's play Max Boot. Max Boot is an immigrant. Came here from the Soviet Union when he was six. He was on Morning Joe and Mika's face this morning. 
And he's also, oh, wait, 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 wait. He's also a columnist from the Washington Post. He was on the McCain train, the Romney train, and he's on the Never Trump train. So, of course, they love him on MSNBC. Where's Jeff Flake, by the way? He's on his contract yet? I'm glad he voted the right way, but Jeff Flake's 15 minutes are now done. Anyway, this is what Max Boot said this morning. We'll pause it. This is so insane. This is on MSNBC. These people are deranged. Listen. I think it's hugely harmful to the long-term future of the Republican Party as America becomes less white. Uh, the Republicans are being identified as the white nationalist party. Pause so that's just- Who's identifying them that way? You guys. MSNBC. The Dems. The media. I don't identify the Republican as the white nationalist party. And by the way, the Republican Party has never been better. They learned from Trump how to fight and win. That it's okay to fight because you can win. Let's continue. Party, so that's just in political terms. This is not a smart long-term play. Right. But I don't even just look at it in political terms. I look at it in personal and moral terms. And this has been heartbreaking for me because mm. a lot of the reason why I became a Republican in the 1980s in part was because the Republican Party was so uh, anti-communist. And, you know, of course, you have somebody in the White House now who is an admirer of Vladimir Putin. Wow. You couldn't have imagined in the 1980s. Pause it. But it's- so, yeah, an admirer because he wants to just try. He's part of the deal. So, again, they just, are they just not, they're not honest. If they were honest, they would say things like, well, he's causing all the NATO countries to put more into the military to build up their defenses against Putin, which is why he's doing it. But, hey, nobody loves Putin. Let's continue. But it's also that the Republican Party was so welcoming to people like me. Here I was an immigrant from the Soviet Union, and I felt like I was as much of an American as anybody else because Ronald Reagan talked about the contributions of immigrants. He celebrated immigrants. He even legalized uh, undocumented immigrants, and he welcomed refugees. He did that because he was promised there would be a wall, and the Democrats screwed him in the Senate and in the Congress. That's why he legalized it, and he called it his best, his biggest mistake ever. These guys, fake news. There's more. Here we go. Uh, undocumented immigrants, and he welcomed refugees like me and my family. And how different is that from the way that, that Donald Trump behaves, where he is trying to redefine what it means to be an American in blood and soil terms? What? And essentially, if you're not a white Christian, native-born American, then you're somehow a lesser American. He that is said that. the message that he is sending. And, you know, one of the proudest achievements of my life was, you know, I came here at age six in 1976. And I became assimilated. I learned to speak English. I think I speak it reasonably well. Uh, and, you yeah. know, I tried to fit in, blend in. I wanted to be an American. And I thought I achieved that. And I always thought of myself as just an ordinary American. I didn't think of myself as, as a hyphenated American well, they, or as an yeah. immigrant or an outsider. Pause it. That's and, exactly what Trump's saying. We're saying learn English. Become an American. Don't use us for our money and send it to your home country. That's the whole point. Let's continue. Donald Trump is making me think in those precisely those terms. He is making me think that there is something less American about me because I wasn't born here. I'm Jewish. I'm a minority. I'm not the kind of American that Donald Trump celebrates. That is a tragedy uh, for this country, and and it's heartbreaking for me. Calls out the he doesn't like me because I'm Jewish. Again. Fake, 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 fake. Thank you, Elaine. Because he's not the father of a Jewish your daughter, son-in-law, grandkids. Everything that guy said, that was like the Billy Madison answer right there, too. Nothing actually made sense. Right? You know, it did make sense that he said, I wanted to blend in, be an American. That's what we want from current immigrants. 
But some say, no, I need my, my language on the voter's ballot. I need my language here. I need it. No, English is the language. That's just the way it is. Being an American. That's it. The people that want to change Columbus Day to Indigenous People's Day. Come on. Come on. Nine fifty. That that's why they're crazy on MSNBC. They're deranged, man. And that guy is a, a Republican. He actually said later on, "I want Republicans to vote straight Democrat to stop Trump." Nine fifty one. We'll continue in five. It's KNST.